0: Okay, look, here's the thing. I recorded this episode like five fucking times and I'm over it. So the first time I recorded it, I feel like it's really funny and I like that. And so when you, you know, do that first, when you take that first shot, sometimes it, it's better than the subsequent shots because I don't know if that's just how muscle memory works. Um, so I'm gonna just release the first recording, but the technical difficulty is that I'm using these headphones that fucking shock my brain, and I recorded the episode through them, so I've learned my lesson, I've done this before in that short episode, I just lost the $200 book, I did the same fucking thing with different pair of headphones so I'm just not going to record any more episodes with headphones and you know as the months go on I'm going to invest in better technology and explore video formats so here it is here's the episode the episode you've all been waiting for enjoy hey guys it's
1: another episode of true stories podcast with Molly O'Brien and I am here to talk about the last time I had sex. And also, I might be getting stabbed stalked by a cab driver, but I don't think I really am. I just ran into her at a cold. But she she was friendly at first. You know, she used to give me rides on Thursdays after school. and um, And then one night, I came back from the city, like, pretty late. And I was a little stoned, much like I am now. And she, I was, like, waiting for a lift that canceled. Um, and then she kind of just appeared, which is fine. That's what cab drivers do at train stations anyway. Um, and she was like, oh, my God, it's you, you know. And I was like, it's you. So we had a nice chat in my mom's driveway for, like, a half hour. I tend to talk to cab drivers a really long time in my mom's driveway anyway, usually. I don't think much of it. And then she wanted um, to take me to get gas, which was chill. She was like, oh, don't worry. Your fare is paid for. And now that I'm vocalizing this in this fashion, it feels like it's leading up to something. But I don't know. Maybe I just was reacting at the time when I had to block her on my cell phone. She basically invited me out to do karaoke but before that she she brought me to a wawa that night That she picked me up at like 1 a.m from the train station and she was like oh you know I'm gonna drop my cab off and then I'm just drive you in my car and that was like another like sort of like red flag situation I was like oh, okay you know I didn't expect all that like maybe you could have just told me before we left my mom's house that we were gonna go to like you know, a taxi cab place, and drop off the taxi cab, and then go in your car, and it was filled with stuffed animals, and I thought I lost my weight, but I didn't, and then she dropped me off at my mom's, and it was fine, and the, the 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 ride was free, and we made plans to do karaoke, which is also fine and normal, you know, I like to spend time with, People who are, you know, in their golden years and might not have, like, any kids or, or anything, you know, or, or really anyone other than like, a strange sibling or whatever. So, so I tried to befriend this woman, and she wanted to go out for karaoke Tuesday at 8 p.m. And I was like, sure. But then Tuesday at 8 p.m. rolled around, and, like, I had just gotten out of class. And honestly, it was like, I think it was like a really cold day, like first cold day of the year. I don't know. I'm exaggerating. And she texted me, hey, um, my friend's going to come pick you up and then we're going to go do karaoke. And I was like, your friend is going to come pick me up? You know, like ever since I lost my car four months ago in a really terrible accident and I almost died, I have been not feeling as physically safe as I used to. And that totally kind of threw me off i just felt like i lost my sense of mobility and therefore some agency and so i canceled which i felt like based on our conversation she would understand and she totally like flipped out and like sent a bunch of texts like she was like how like how could you cancel on me tonight you know like my toilet's backed up and my trailer home. And how could you do this to me? Like all this crazy shit. And I I just blocked her. I, I didn't really feel that bad. I mean, I did feel really bad, but I, it was just like way too many texts. And then I ran into her at a cold and that was it. And we just pretended not to see each other. So it's probably fine. But if you're listening, I will call the police. I will. Maybe. Probably won't honestly I don't know I probably don't. the police are scary they are so scary and I can't stop freaking out I actually like we recorded this a bunch of times because I'm having a really hard night I watched the video of Tyree Nichols and I tell myself not to watch these videos of body cam anymore and I don't know there's a lot of stuff I can go into get into right now um but at least the officers were charged and that's good um, that they were charged. So we'll just see how that all plays out. I feel like I should move to Tennessee for a lot of reasons. And also that body cam footage reminded me of my accident four months ago. So me moving to Tennessee and the accident. Those are going to be discussed in later episodes. It's Some heavy true shit. And um, this is a social experiment. I'm, um, doing with myself, see how far my objectivity can go, whatever. And then the other thing I wanted to discuss was um, was the last time I was intimate with anybody and it was in July, I went to this comedy show that I had performed at the month before and I met a nice younger man there who's about my age and we were talking whatever he said he thought I was funny which should have been a red flag (laughs) because that performance was unhinged but anyway he showed me a map of like the island he lived on a city island in the Bronx and he showed me a map of that and that was pretty cool um because I didn't know that there were islands in the Bronx and apparently there were several and so if you want to reel me in intellectually Maps is a good way to do it. Um, yeah, nine times out of ten, I will probably, I will probably go back to your apartment if you show me a map of some kind. At any time, so you can text me a map. My cell phone is 848-234-1448. Again, text me a map anytime. Your favorite map. I like the Instagram page Fan Maps. Shout out to Fan Maps. I'm not sponsored yet. Um, yeah, I just went for like an hour-long walk listening to rap. And then I I chased that with Sean say, one of my favorite songs, a classic. Um, so, yeah. So, fuck this guy. And if this guy is fucking listening, <laughs> fuck you. But it's all good. I'm not going to sue you like I said I would. So, long story short, spoiler alert, I did... Threaten him legally. He was a fan of my comedy, and we did the deed at his mom's apartment on City Island. And then, you know what? He was feeding me drinks all fucking night, and then he crashed my car on a fucking bridge. And I didn't remember any of it until I got out of my car to drive this motherfucker to the mall. And I was so, I was so nice about it. I was like, you know what, it's chill. You can only pay half. Totally fine. Totally fine. Just pay half. We didn't agree on a figure. Okay. We didn't. We just didn't. And, you know, we didn't cap it or anything. I'm only eight minutes in. I mean, I could really make this story longer. He fed me drinks all night, which is fine because I'm an alcoholic. That's totally fine. And then we went to Coyote Ugly, and the ladies were like, come dance on the bar. And I was like, okay. And then as soon as I got on the bar, everyone yelled at me. Everyone yelled at me, get down, get down. And, like, the security came me. It was so confusing. It was one of the most confusing nights of my life. Because I didn't know I had any friends of my comedy in New York to begin with. And then I didn't even realize that Coyote Ugly moved. I used to work right next door. To the original Coyote Ugly in high school at the Village Theater. And so, oh man, I was so fucking mad. And then my car, I had to drive it like back to Jersey and I I was working in a public school at the time. It was over the summer. This was in July and uh yeah you know whatever i mean so i dropped this stuff off of the mall and then it turns out it's like i what i think is three hundred dollars um repair at the at the fucking Mavis discount tire in just and i get my car back from them and it's like still fucked up and they were like yeah there's just like stuff on it that like custom that we can't fix like I don't know what it's called. I'm going to call it the sternum, but it's not called the sternum. Something was bent in the car and it was making it really slippery. Like like I, ha- I couldn't go over 50 miles per hour all summer after that. So I hit him up the first time. I thought it was $300 and I hit this guy up and I was like, hey man, you know, 150, whatever. That's so chill, especially because you were feeding me drinks all night, whatever, you know, like I'm not doing you for, you know, personal damages or uh, date rape. I'm not trying to be a fucking cunt, like just give me what's mine and just half of that, just half of that and fuck you. And then, so I realized that my car needs more repair and then I, I he thought the debt was settled, but it wasn't because my car needed more repair. So I hit this fucking guy up again, and I was like, hey, like, the car is going to need more work, so, you know, just let me know, are you cool to pay more? You know, I don't know how much it's going to be, but the car is still messed up. No answer, okay? No answer for maybe a week. I followed him on Instagram, blocked me, okay, okay. And so I have, I do have a switch. I'm working on it and I got really upset. I got really upset. And so I called him. And if you're listening to this, don't worry. Cause I drove my car into a fucking river. So, and it's charged off because I ain't paying a goddamn dime on it. So it's chill. It's fine. But this guy, I called him. Oh God, this story. See, now it's desecrated. It's gone in two different ways. And it's gone off the rails because this really gets me upset, and I haven't told this story like this before, so this is good practice. I'm going to go outside. Global warming is so nice. Fun fact: I could see New York from my mom's house. And I, uh, I had to uh, leave school for a week after 9/11 happened because I had a major asthma attack. So that's unrelated to the story. <clears throat> And so now I'm looking at New York City and I'm thinking about this fucking guy from the Bronx. And I left a voicemail. I did it, in, I like to say, in the style of Mike from Breaking Bad. I was like, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to sue you in, not Kings County, whatever fucking county, and you're going to get served and I know where you live. And I'm not going to sue you for date raping. I'm just, I'm just going to sue you. The damage to my car, and I'll see you in court, but then a month later i just I just drove my car into the river so and then i I told my bank I was like, you get the dime' i'm gonna I'm gonna apply for bankruptcy if you try to collect it. I was parking my car around the corner, like Dick Gregory says to do. He says the creditors come just park your car around the corner. I was doing that all summer because, you know, these loans kind of ran out because of, well, I was giving my family money and I always have just, like, a lot of debt. I have a lot of debt. Just generally speaking, beyond educational debt, which does get absolved when you die. Um, so, so I told this fucking guy, I said, call me. <laughs> I said, call me. So listen, I'm never driving again. It's just not happening. Unless it's like my mom's car, uh, you know. She's like, wait, what? <laughs> oh my God! So that's that's the last time I had sex, and uh, not really looking forward to the next time. I'm just kidding. Talking to um a couple couples um, that's what a bisexual is, right?